You got a dumb face, and I don't like you. This is Tall Can Audio. Here we go again, an all-new episode of the Tall Can Audio Podcast, episode 1052, from a once-again broken edition, or broken version of the Tall Can Audio Studios. My name's Matt, his name's Rob. What's going on, man? Broken version by broken men, or just broke broke men? Broke men, could be, for sure. But uh, yeah, technical difficulties right out of the shoot here in 2023. Well, I want to tell you, I was getting thirsty while I was waiting. I know, it. me too. But I thought that's not going to help Matt's anxiety level at all on the other side of the table. So yeah, there's a full beer sitting here that you can't just crack right into. I'll just keep that to myself. See? You're a good guy. Man. I think I'm making progress. Uh, we are on social media at Tall Can Audio. Make sure you follow there and make sure you're subscribed to the podcast wherever you're hearing us right now. We cannot wait any longer after sorting through the technical difficulties. You are the one who has brought the pints today. What did we, uh, what are we going with, man? You're getting spoiled a bit, eh? I a, li- pe- a little bit, yeah. People roll in here and just bring you pints. And- it's almost a complete reverse of where things started, which was you roll in and we'll hand them a pint in favor yeah. or in exchange for them doing us the favor of coming in here. Now people are rolling in here with pints. I don't hate it. <laughs> no, I, I totally get it. Yeah. But I'm not one of those people. Right. I am, you know, well, I'm a taker, not a giver. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Except today. Yeah. So as like uh, every Christmas, I'm hard to buy for because I don't really want anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I get a lot of times is beer. Peace on earth. Yeah. Send Stanley Cup, peace on earth, uh, feed the world. Oh man. Got a better shot at peace on earth. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. Well, okay. But I think all of them are big asks. <laughs> right. Really is where it's going. So um, beer, I get a lot of beer. We'll get to the big ass. Oh, big ask. Sorry. That's... Big ass. Yeah. yeah. We'll I, get to it. I never search for that. I really. No. Not even with both hands. <laughs> Unless it's my own. Um, anyways, what I have for you to start with, we're both going to sip on this. It's something I had uh, pre-Christmas that somehow ended up uh, under the tree. Mm. It is something called Busted Sled. <laughs> it is a gingerbread stout oh. from Big Rig. Comes in at about 5.9%, or I say about, but it actually says it on the can. dead on. 5.9%. Funny how that goes. Yeah. So uh, that's what we're both drinking here. I have a pint glass for myself. Here we go. No, no. That's all I got to say. Longtime listeners will know exactly where I'm going with that. So um, you do as you see fit. Well, I'm going to pound it like a savage straight from the can, man. <laughs> okay. We're still talking with the... <laughs> Still talking with the beer, right? This is going to be one of those shows, folks. Got to tell you right off the hop. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, this has been, it's been a little while since I've had anything from, from Big Rig. But um, I, I know there's been a, a change in ownership over there, a change in management, but they still make very nice, uh, very nice stuff. So uh, the Broken Sled, we'll see what that's all about. Have, I think we've all been out. Taking a, taking a sled back that didn't uh, leave the way it's coming home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Goes I'd, back to that big ass. I'm glad you, <laughs> I'm glad you know what you mean. Cause I have no idea what I was talking about. Okay. This is uh right off the hop. Very, uh, very ginger. Kind of like that. That's coming through strong. Don't you think? It is coming through, but it's, it's in a, 
yeah, it's sort of across the top of your mouth, kind of little ginger. Yeah. But, but it has that nice sort of stout, you know, it, it comes across as, as a nice sort of creamy stout, but then you get, you get a little of that ginger yep. across the top of your mouth. So. Right across the chop of it. Right across the chop. Yeah. So to me, this is, uh, yeah, so far so good. And I'm happy with the head on it too. You wouldn't know cause you're drinking out of the can, but, um. Let's see, here we go. <laughs> There was no way he was going to be able to. Resist. No, no, that's all. I'm, I'm just, I'm walking away. No New Year's resolutions to be a little easier on Matt in 2023. I brought beers. Like, okay. I brought beers. No, you're right. You're off the hook. Here. Yeah. I showed up only 10 minutes late today. <laughs> like, I think these are. These are heady times. Man, oh man. I think you're asking a lot if you're, if you're pushing for more than that. New Year's resolutions. Um, did you make any? No. Nah, see, I don't make any either. Never, uh. Quite so grandiose. Well, you're not going to follow them anyways. Almost certainly. You know what? You, you know what's? <laughs> it's, it's true, man. Yeah. Is there anything more irritating in the world than people who complain about other people suddenly showing up to the gym? Well, that's me. Okay. Because it'll only last about two yeah, weeks. Yeah, I know. And we we talked to our buddy, uh, or at least I did, before uh, before Christmas, Andy Nita was in here. So for the first week or two after the holidays, it's a good time for them to take a little break, a little vacation. It works out well anyway, because everybody's got this false belief that less yeah. beer in, in my new year, I'll, I'll be over at the gym for a week or two. Yeah. And I... I Look, I get it. If you're a regular gym goer and suddenly it's flooded a little extra with people, I kind of get it, but it's hard to look down on somebody who's, who's given it a go, right? I, I'm going to honestly try and be a little healthier in 2023. And if they don't make it, they don't make it. You'll have your space back soon enough. But I, I, I'm sort of tired of hearing about how annoying those people don't are. Come, don't come on my time, man. <laughs> And you know what? You don't know what you're doing. You're leaving equipment not in the way it needs to be done. And you're just leaving shit around and you're like, beat it. They're doing their best, man. Yeah. So it's funny because there's a gym at work. Yeah. um, Well appointed. Uh, I'm I'm quite happy with it. Um, But I'm in there every day, Monday to Friday from noon till one, doing my deal. Have been for the last 11 years. Mm Mm-hmm. So people just don't come at one, at between the, between noon and one. To people, Rob's work. Uh, they just avoid it, right? Okay. Rob cranks the tunes. Rob does his thing. And then people know, yeah, the rest of the day is, and most people don't want to work out in the middle of the day. There's a shower there. So I'm, I'm good. You're right. You just sort of hit it and go back to my desk. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you get the people come in and you know, if I give them like dirty looks long <laughs> enough and turn the tunes up extra loud. Yeah, and, you're one of them, man. I... Yeah. Well, okay. Did we, are you surprised by that or? Be, I, be a welcomer, man. I am also the be, rep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Rob has built this gym to be only what Rob wanted to be. Well, well Rob, hey, and so <laughs> religiously for the last 11 years, I've been in there. Yeah. I don't need you fading in and out. Okay. Fade in and out on somebody else's time. All right. All right. All right. You how are, how hey, was your holiday season, Rob? You, you asked. You brought it up like you weren't even talking about me specifically. I was not talking about you specifically, <laughs> but uh, funny how it happens. It's become a bit rough. Yeah. Yeah. That is how the show goes. Um, yeah, it was a bit of a blur, man, to be honest with you. It started with that shitty weather right before Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you, the door to this studio slammed shut hard and fast. It was 
we got to get the hell out of here. It was it was planned for a Friday afternoon departure that turned into a Thursday morning <laughs> departure. Like, let's get the hell out. Let's get the highway behind us before this rolls in. Yeah. And then, so, you know, I had my mom, I, she's been with me for Christmas, honestly, since my kids were little. Mm-hmm. So she came in early, even though she only lives in Kempville. Still, man. Looked yep. like it was going to be rough. So she was there from the, you know, 21st to the 26th, probably. Okay. And then she, <laughs> she vacated and then in-laws came in and, and I worked in between Christmas and New Year's. I didn't take any time off. So, um, yeah, it just feels like, like it's, it went by like that. Right. There was a lot of cooking, a lot of entertaining and it was good. I had a good time, but I don't feel very rested starting at the end. In fact, New Year's came and it was like 1030 and I'm like, we should not have eaten dinner at four in the afternoon. (laughs) Like potluck chili and homemade mac and cheese and torchier and there was just like all kinds of stuff and I'm pounding it. Then I was like, man, by 6.30, I'm like. I'm beat. Yeah, four four or five beers and you're like, hmm, this would be a great time to go and have a snooze. <laughs> and not even in my house. What about you? Uh, yeah, man, pretty good. Pretty, uh, pretty enjoyable all around. And yeah, it's one of those things, like you said, where by the end, by New Year's, I got to be honest, the brother-in-law situation through Christmas, largely on his best behavior, thought, thought it's going to be okay. Perhaps my sister had pulled him aside, given him the word, Hey, nobody cares what you think right now. So how about you just let us all. Not just right now. (laughs) Not just right now. But by New Year's, it was, he was clearly struggling to keep it under wraps, letting us all know what he thought about different topics and, and this and that. So it was starting to wear a little thin. But uh, overwhelmingly positive, I would say. Uh, I have a nephew who's four years old who, because of how far away I live from them, you know, historically, he sort of steered clear, kept a wide berth on uh, on Uncle Matt. But uh, this year, he's much more willing to, I was, frankly, an adult willing to get down on the ground and play with it. You'll take whoever's whoever's up for it, right? For Anybody it, else? Yeah. Anybody else? <laughs> All right, you can play. Okay, right? I guess it's this guy. Yeah. So, uh, that was cool. Got to spend a little bit, uh, a little bit of time there and, and, you know, it's always good to, to see the niece and nephew. Other than that, man, it was kind of, uh, I don't know, same old, same old, right? Nice home cooking. Good. Uh, got to visit with the extended family a little bit more than we have in, in past years. So yeah, no complaints at all. What's your take on new year's as a whole? So this year, uh, we had. Just my cousin and his wife over. That was it. Last year, there was a big extended family thing, outdoor campfire, because we were still doing the COVID. Right. COVID, it was, there was actually still COVID. Right. Can you believe it? <laughs> it's awesome that it's gone now, totally. Woo! Um, and I bet you, even pre-COVID, the three, four, five years before last year, I didn't see midnight. It was just like, ah, okay. I don't know. Either I was back here or even at the cottage, you're just sort of like... It's, it had stopped being a big thing. Um, does it really, does it have to do because you can't find a cummerbund to match your date's dress? Is that what the deal yeah, is? Yeah. I can't find a long enough cummerbund. That's, uh, <laughs> uh, what it was, I can tell you for a while, I'm so over trying to do New Year's here in Ottawa or even back, you know, when I was down in Oshawa or whatever. 
trying to get into a bar that you wouldn't have cared to go to on any other night yeah. of the year, paying like 50 bucks for cover, waiting like till three in the morning to get an Uber or a cab. Uh, what we started doing at the old family cottage is like, we'd have some friends up. We already had some other friends on the lake. We'd pick somebody's driveway, turn the tunes up, you know, just it was nothing formal. It was not just a bunch of beers outside and it was awesome. And you didn't worry about how you were going to get home or, or whatever else. And that sort of became my new year's. And when that sort of stopped, I was just like, I don't, I don't fucking care. It's the biggest non-event of the year. Right? Yeah. So we were, we had been at a, a larger family gathering that sort of dwindled and we drove home and we were home for about nine 30, made a drink. And then honestly it was about 10 30 and there was about four, there was four of us, two mm-hmm. couples. Yep. And I, and I'm like, anybody else feeling like, uh, going to bed? Right. And two others said, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Didn't want to be rude, but if you're going, I'm going. But yeah, no, absolutely. I'm totally down for that. Yeah. And then, yeah, my lovely partner said. No. No. Okay. Let's make a drink. Let's do up a. We're going to make it to 1201. Yeah. And then honestly, it was 1202, high fives. We missed it even. We were talking about something else and I'm like, hey, what the, uh, oh, it's 1201. Have, have you ever scanned, looked for like the Halifax New Year's on your cable at 11? The day before, <laughs> getting into the getting into the New Year's. Yeah, thing. we we did that, uh, or we thought about doing that maybe two years ago, three years ago, whatever it was. Um, my niece, who at the time was eight, maybe. I want to see New Year's. I want to. Uh, the rest of us don't really. <laughs> yep. So you sort of start like, all right, well, we could we could catch the Halifax one and still be in bed by eleven, but then you get we're playing a couple of games and you kind of and all of a sudden it's twelve or eleven fifty seven. You're like, holy shit, you're trying to find anything. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it, it becomes a bit of a scene, man. And I, I don't know. I'm just sort of, look, I get it. I'm old and not fun and, and whatever. And power to the rest of you who are still out there loving it, but I'm kind of over it. Yeah. I, I, to me, it's such a, you know, it's right up there with St. Patrick's day. I think is another day where you're just like, yeah, why do I got to go out and put on a stupid green hat? And, and drink green beer and like I say, pay a cover charge. Right. To get into the same place I was at last night for- Yeah, for free. And no one else was here. Yeah. And you're like, ah, uh, no, it's just costing me way more. And, and again, it it really, what we're both saying here, I'm totally down with, sounds like crotchety. Yep. Curmudgeonly. Yeah. I don't want to go out and fight the crowds and be joyful. Right. Nah, not feeling it. No. Okay. So, all right. We're on the same page. All that being said, on New Year's, despite just having the two guests, it ended up being almost three by the time we shut it down. And okay, and it was no nothing crazy going on. Nobody was going really hard at it. Just sitting around the table, you know, shit talking, telling stories, and whatever. And you kind of look at your watch and go, "Oh shit!" And shut it down way later than you planned on. But no, see, it was twelve o two. High fives. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> um, man, a couple of different places we could start. I, I did want to mention, I got a couple questions and, and they kind of came off as complaints, maybe more than anything else, okay. but the lack of action around the holiday season on the podcast feed, which to me was something we don't typically get. Okay. Lack uh, of action. I, that's not my fault. Nope. Brush your teeth, have a shave, get a haircut. <laughs> You'll get all the action you, a guy like you probably needs. Uh, not, we, not you, man. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> But not not you. <laughs> uh, you know, we were here on uh, on Christmas Eve, as yeah, we always are. Of course we are. Um, 
I threw something up on Boxing Day with our buddy Paul Romanuk. Something else midway through that week, and then uh, and then Maddie Lang on New Year's Eve, and then yeah, that that first Monday back was sort of a you know kids are still off school, some people are off, some people are back to work. Is it a Monday? Is it not? I mean, obviously it's a Monday, but is it a holiday? Is it not right because it's a statutory to replace New Year's Day? I work, I guess. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I, I if I'm being honest with you, good listener, you actually got one more show than you were gonna. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd had somebody ask me right around the time we hit episode 1000 back in August, like from here, where would you expect to be at the end of the year? And I said, I, I'd like to think probably finish around 50 more, 1050 this year. And I sort of, you know, halfway through the holiday season was looking at it and going, that new year's Eve show is going to be episode 1049. And that stuck in my head. Like I got to get to 50. I'm a man <laughs> of my word, God damn it. And it really a word only to myself, right? Like it, but it, it just sort of stuck in my craw that you could easily get to 150 if you just put a little effort in here this week. And so sat down, talked a little world juniors, talked about the Dalton Varsho signing with the Blue Jays, one or two other things that had come up that I knew another week or two was going to go by before we were in here. Let's check those off. And then I can also sleep easy going hit 1050 by the end of the year. And so I'm a little, the, the one email that I got about it was how many other shows had pods pre-record episodes for the holidays. I'm like, yeah, we did that. <laughs> like, but how much do you want? And, and the thing that, that sticks out to me in comparison, man, and I'd be curious to get your opinion on this, is this weird crossover area we're in between old radio, old TV, and now streaming and podcasting and everything else. I saw a bunch of other podcasts out there between Christmas and New Year's and even the week after saying repost or rerun. And so it wasn't that they pre-recorded a show to play yeah. for you. They took another show that they dropped in August or March or whatever, said, here it is again. And I understand in TV and radio when nobody wants to work and, you know, you can't just catch your favorite shows whenever you feel like it because they're live. There's a place for reruns in that world. When somebody uploads a podcast and then six months later just uploads another, like just uploads the exact same shit again, again? that's cheap as shit, man. That's Well, I don't want to hear it. I don't either. I saw it on my feed the first time and I listened to it or I didn't. And now they're putting it out there again just to get your upload, right? They're yeah. boosting their double own statistics. Di- double dipping. Yeah. And and that's that's a remnant of this old old format, right? Yeah. Of, of old radio. For me personally, as a listener on the listener side, yeah, I, I, I don't want the ongoing history of new music. I don't want to hear another one. I hear another one and I'm like, Psh, I'm out. I don't, I'm not listening. Like a repost. Yeah. Yeah. If it's something I've already listened to once, unless it's super riveting, which is likely most Monday releases on this podcast. Obviously. Yeah. Um, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Give me something fresh. Give me a compilation. If you want to go sure, through yeah, that yeah, part. Yeah. Best of 2022 or. Worst of 2022. Sure. Here, check out the shit. As long takes. as it's original. Yes. Like we've turned old content into, into something new. Content. new. Not just here's the Monday show from March 29th. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. a lot of people have these set to automatically download. That's why these are being re-uploaded is to capture that, to boost their own statistics, but it's just lazy. 
I think we should, you should have released some of those Matt and Maddie's manic me beliefs, <laughs> me thinks, or whatever those were. <laughs> release some of those. Oh, those would bring great joy, I think, to a lot of non-league Yeah, fans. episodes one, three, and five, I think, yeah. would have been. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> sure, man. You yeah. know what? Whatever. Because there's nothing. The thing with a Leaf fan is you enjoy the joy because yep. you know. The doom is coming. Sooner or later, like a Shakespearean Sooner. tragedy, it's always bam, yeah. it's, it's happening. So I just wanted to address that. I I, I thought, uh, for the most part, it was we're, still two shows a week during the holidays, and they were all original content. And so. we're not doing it for you. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> clearly one of us is a day. There you go. So that's, uh, that's that. Well, it's, it's nice to hear that people want to hear more. Yep. It's true, man. So whoever you are, thanks. And here it is. More original content. Brand new. Right here today. Yep. Coming at you. Uh, what did you make, man? In a general sense, we don't have to go through this game by game, but Canada has won itself another World Junior Hockey Championship. And uh, at times, it was a little wobbly, but uh, at the end of the day, they got it done. What do you think of this edition of, of Team Canada and this World Juniors? First off, can we can we dispense with all the recency bias and this whole pre-tournament? This could be the greatest Team Canada ever. Don't you think that was dispensed of on Boxing Day when yeah, they lost? Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm not sure what made anybody think that leading into Boxing Day. I don't think it was anything more than having... Three uh, NHLers? Three NHLers returned and and, uh, and Connor Bedard on the roster. Yeah. I don't think it was any more complicated than con- that. Concerns about the D and the goaltending, yeah. you're like, Psh, this is not going to be the best Team Canada ever. And and so um, I found it, I, I love the tournament. Uh, to me, the Halifax crowd was must watch. They on were its, awesome. On its own. They were awesome, yeah. Right? Like the US the USA game when it, when it was sort of 5-2, I sort of stopped watching the game and I was sort of focusing on what the crowd was chanting and they were dynamite. And I was there in 03 and it was super loud in 03, but I don't think it was anything like what we- Was it the same barn? It was the exact same barn. Okay. Yeah. And so, and hey, I talked about it on the Christmas Eve show, the Heave Away. Yeah. I love that they trotted the Heave Away back out. Um, and they had- Teased that a little bit, right? They hadn't well, told anybody what the goal song was going to be, but they did keep saying, but we think this crowd is going to love it. You know, oh, and right, they do love right. it. Oh, yeah. They do love it. And it, it was awesome. The it's, clapping along, yeah. people singing as it went. It, it was a great, great and, choice. And so the tournament was very good. I, I was happy, and it's weird. I, I'm glad Canada won. I'm happy Canada won. But if the Czechs won... Would have been good for the tourney. I'm not sure I would have been super busted up, right? Like that is a a program that had been so long in decline. Yeah. And so to the see- Slovaks look, as well had a great tournament. Yep. Well, uh, and again, you look at if Montreal had half a brain and they could have released Slavkovsky. Slavkovsky, that might've been the game breaker. For sure. In overtime against Canada in the quarters. But they didn't because- He's looking knows? good on their third line. Yeah, or in Laval now <laughs> or wherever he's going to be. Right. And so- uh, I love the tournament. I love the parody of the tournament. Like the U.S. lose to Slovakia and the Finns lost to Switzerland, I think. And Canada loses to the Czechs. To the Czechs. Around the yeah, yeah, it's there was there was there was lots of losing and and there was parody. And this is a tournament without Russia. Yeah. But for me, 
and, and again, the crowd was great, but I, I, there's, this is a team Canada. I had a hard time attaching myself to for, for whatever reason. Right. I, I, I think I, I become tiresome of the, Hey, you see Connor Bernard, you see Connor Bernard, you see that Connor Bernard move. You see that seven points, blah, 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 blah. like just like there was nobody else. Right. You had the odd Thomas, Thomas Millich story. I just found it a one man overkill a bit. Yeah, I, I'm glad you said that because I, my kind of takeaway from this tournament was aside from Bedard and that top line in general, it's a pretty uninspiring Team Canada. Yes. Pretty mediocre Team Canada. Now they won, they're yeah. full value for it. Right. But this, aside from all the winning, reminded me of the Leafs. High powered top three or four. Kind of Zellweger is Morgan Riley. Big questions in goal. Yeah. And in this case, where it doesn't for Toronto, you got some bounces. You got some things that did go your way for Canada in terms of that 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 Connor Bedard overtime winner against the Slovaks. Got it done full value for the Amer- against the Americans with a little help. I thought the first goal they called back against the Americans was bullshit. Total bullshit. That's a goal. Uh, I understand the international rules are different, but that's that's soft as baby shit, man. And that the second one, it's not a goal. That's that uh, absolutely is interference, yeah. and you, you can't allow that. That's, in, that's interference not only in the international game in the NHL, that's right. Wherever the, the first one is, to me, you never know at the best of times. And you I th- still, you still were in the blue. The puck came back out. And by yep. all accounts, that's the problem. Once yep. the puck comes out, you got to come out, but he spins around is kind of head to ass with the goalie. Right. And, and, and so everybody, when, when Bob McKenzie in the intermission and he explained it, right. And everyone's I like, get it. It's- yeah, but it's stupid. And, and I've, I've heard it a bunch of times. This is not hot takery. That's a goal that I'd like to see count. Yeah. In any, in any hockey game I'm watching. As we're trying to get scoring up, lean towards allowing that to count. Yeah. So to me, that was, I, I just. But do you see the comparison I'm making? That it you had a kind of high end, really tough. But what else did you, before the gold medal game, what were you getting from Shane Wright and his line? Uh, nothing. Shane Wright is. I, I, what were you getting from your bottom six? What did you get? Del Mastro was pretty good on the penalty kill and in his defense. But. Zellweger was really your only big difference maker on the blue line. And in that, like even in that quarterfinal against the Slovaks, the Slovaks had the better goalie and they had the better defense. And when that happens, you're lucky to get through, right? Like you're lucky to get, and I, Connor Bedard makes that move in overtime. And I'm not saying that this team Canada didn't deserve to win or only won on luck. But there was a couple points there where you flipped the coin, right? Both in the quarterfinal and the gold medal game. Once you go to three on three for yeah. a prolonged period like that, that just as easily goes the other way. Well, and and it is, and unlike the uh, your leaf analogy, you look at all the shots, you know, high chance opportunities against the Americans. The yeah. Americans were ahead in every category. Yeah. Except for goals against. Yeah. Well, it's an important one. Yeah, it is an important one. And and that is that is the thing. And you go, you played that game 10 times. Does 100%. Canada win three times? Right. Right. And so at the end, who cares? It's a tournament. Yep. You won the tournament. And I want Canada to win the tournament. Of course. And I'm happy they won the tournament. That's right. I just, I found it really hard. Like from the very first game, that check game, 
And there was all the talk of the two lacrosse, you know, goal attempts. We're not going to Michigan our way to the gold medal. That was such a bullshit story though. Yeah. Well, it's a fabricated story. Clearly. They think they're so full of themselves and they're going to, that. But Dylan Gunther did say that. Dylan Gunther said, we won't Michigan our way to the. To the gold medal. That's right. Yeah. And, and fair enough. But clearly that is something that had been said to him in a locker room or whatever. Yep. I was more irritated. And in that bonus show, if you want to call it that, to make sure we get to 150 or to 1,050 last year, I, I said I was annoyed with Jeff O'Neill and him coming out and saying, this Team Canada, you know, all the talk about them being the best Team Canada ever, and they come out and get humbled like that in the first period. I'm like, those kids didn't say that. That team didn't come out and say they could be the best team Canada ever. Yeah, you you did. did. Right. So maybe we're blowing this out of proportion right yeah. now. And I have no idea whether or not another Michigan attempt in that. Look, after the two Michigans, Canada gave up or Canada got 12 of 17 goaltending for the rest of the way. And the other guys got 36 of 38 goaltending the rest. Of, the story's no more complicated than that. Yeah. You and, got lit up and they didn't. Right. And so... But it also goes to show you can't give away opportunities no. like that. You have control of the puck behind the net. Maybe the lacrosse style goal is not your best option. Yeah. Well, we're and, going to see so much and, more of that. Yeah. And you didn't win. No, right? no. You score both those. You score one of those two and, and things look different. Yeah. Like we talked about with the American third 100%. goal that got called back. Yeah. What I was saying though was you watch that first period and they talk about this pairing of the Canadian defenseman, right? You got a big, big crasher and you got a puck mover. Mm-hmm. And then the number of breaks that the checks had in behind, you're like, oof. Yep. Like right away, you're like, oh my God, that does not look like good defending. No. And so you just sort of. It was a good tournament. It wasn't, it wasn't. It was not a great Team Canada. Right. And and what I will come away from here is we talked about it. We didn't, uh, we, we addressed the World Junior in our Christmas Eve show. Yep. It didn't get the emphasis it normally has. We did touch on it. Um, Were you as glued to it as normal? I wasn't, to be honest with you. I watched quite a bit. On Boxing Day, we finished up, we had Christmas dinner a day late and. Uh, we had Christmas dinner a day late too. We were halfway into the first, and did watch the rest of it by the time we finished dinner. The next one on Wednesday, or whatever it was, I don't think, I don't remember what I was doing. Oh, I was recording the New Year's Eve show with Maddie, so missed most of that game. But both of those middle two games are blowouts. Yeah, the the Austria-Germany game? Yeah. Not must watch the, I didn't watch a second of either one of those. I think we had the Germany game on the second night, whatever it might have been. And then Sweden, again, did check, but, but like, it was far less... I can't miss this, right? I, yep. uh, to me, it just, it, there was part of that is Russia not being there and look, they shouldn't have been there. I'm totally fine with that, but that takes one more compelling team out of the mix. I, I well, watched it. And, and it can't I, be the best tournament ever without one of that's the right. top four powers. Right. And, and so once we got into the playoffs, I'm sort of like, I, I watched those games. They were compelling games, but if the Leafs were playing at the same time, it was equal time back and forth, right? I was... It just, it held me less than, yep. than previous years. Yep. Now where I was going with this is. It's annoying when someone cuts you off and goes in a different direction. Eh? <laughs> no, I'm totally good with it. That's why we do this. It's, that's that's, right. it's, it's, that's a con- right. It's a conversation. It's not an interview, Matt. Right. Um, yeah. Is, is this was great for the world junior brand. I agree with that. 
you know, after, and, and, and you heard James Duffy ask. You heard. Tardif, you heard him ask Hugh Fraser when he had him on in, in, in pregame, I think. Are we going to see more games in junior markets as opposed to pimping it out for the highest dollar mm-hmm. in an NHL city that doesn't care about junior hockey on a day-to-day basis? Yeah. And I think we all want to see that. We all want to see, I want personally want to see something like Kitchener and London be a joint Let's- host. Let's do this properly again, right? Moncton and Halifax were amazing. Quebec City, Sudbury, Sault Ste. Marie, London, KW, Brandon, Regina, Saskatoon, Lethbridge, Red Deer, Kamloops, Kelowna. Let's go. Yeah, okay. But let's not, let's not not include Ottawa in that. And I say that because there are, but there are, but there are two successful. Ottawa killed it. There's no doubt about that. With two successful junior franchises here that, that uh, this is where I'm going with is Gatineau and the 67s longstanding. We talked about it last year. They tried to get in on this one, right? When, when Russia was pulled out, there was a bunch of Canadian markets that were in the bid. We thought Ottawa Gatineau would do a good job. I still think they would. I'm just. At this point, I would rather lean away from NHL markets. Yeah, no, and, and I under, I agree with you one hundred percent. That's why, to me, if you look at at, at at Kitchener, yep, and London, yep, London has the same size barn as Halifax and if Ottawa. What's that? Like the sixty sevens barn is the same size. Yeah, a little bit smaller now with the with, yeah, after, you're right, after with the, the Reynolds, Reynolds you're right. but but still, you yep. are looking at putting it in a place where hockey, where junior hockey is important. That's yep. really what I want to see. Yeah. Right, where people do support a thriving junior franchise. Uh, Tardif, there, the new president of the IIHF, in his closing remarks, pissed a lot of people off by saying, "This is exactly what Hockey Canada and hockey in this country needed as a palate cleanser." Basically, like, man, not good enough. Right in that regard. Halifax under horrible circumstances, A, in terms of how short a time they, they were given this in the spring said, can you do it? And they said, we'll do it. But also the hockey Canada stuff that happened over the people in this country, man, it it can't just be a, Hey, look how great that went. We're over it. We forgive hockey Canada. Right. There's shit going on here. And those comments by Luke Tardif were gross. And, and just trying to whitewash it away. See, look how great this can be. That It was tone deaf, man. I would have celebrated what Halifax and Moncton accomplished and this tournament and its athletes. I would not have gone anywhere near, man, glad we cleaned up Hockey Canada and their image with this. That was a terrible fucking yeah, yeah. note to leave this on. Right. And I, I think I think all those those guys, the suits, especially the ones from out of country. Yeah. You just sort of, you just be best to shut up yep. and not take the mic at all. Um, I, I do think in my personal opinion, what he was trying to say was we feel differently now about the tournament than you do, you did coming into it. And, and I did, it doesn't change what has to happen with hockey Canada or Canada hockey, whatever <laughs> they've decided they're going to go with. Um, yeah, that's just a suit. Yammering and in broken English. Yeah. For whatever that's worth, right? Yeah. Maybe not properly communicate. I, I don't want to let him off the hook. I, I have no idea what he meant. But it, it, it well, we'll get it, him on the show. It, it was a sour, uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, to me, 
it's it's the two separate things, right? When you look at this current roster of Canadian That's World right. Juniors, Did nothing wrong is is not. They are maybe products of the of the system that that has yep. has brought them up, but that is not going to fix. You know, punishing those group of kids is not no. gonna, is not going to fix the problems of the past. And so, to me, but ju- those kids got everything they should get out of the crowd, right? Out of one hundred percent, they got everything they deserved. It just, I, I just thought it was a rotten, yeah, yeah. Note to and, close and all I'm saying is, on. I, I didn't, I didn't leave that feeling like, oh, yeah, that that Luke Tardif, <laughs> wish he wasn't there. You know what I mean? It doesn't change all the things that have to happen, right? There's still so much work to do here. This tournament, though, which was is the essentially the pimple that had to get popped. In a vacuum, this tournament was fantastic. Right. And, and this tournament, sadly, whether it's the 03, the lingering 03 issues. Yep. The or the 2018, there. right? Yep. yep. This tournament is the center point of those. And so you have to find that... that that balance between this is the the IIHF cash cow, yeah, right. That they're just they're just glad to see ninety eight percent of the tickets used. Over yeah, we got to fix we got to fix that problem that 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 results in in those illegal activities. Yeah, no, it's true. And uh, next year they're off to Gothenburg, Sweden. Gothenburg, uh, a great. Hockey market in its own right in Sweden. That's going to be awesome. Uh, that, where the career of one Daniel Alfredson began. Eric Carlson also. Eric Carlson, sure. Uh, Henrik Lundqvist. Yeah. Robin Leonard. Modo. Frolunda. Uh, it, it, that'll be an interesting tournament. Sweden does a good job and uh, the tournament has grown over the last decade, especially in popularity in Sweden. So that'll be interesting to keep an eye on. And we'll look to see if uh, Frolunda's cleaned up their shit. Or if they're still going with a, if they're still calling themselves the Fralunda Indians. Yeah. With the, with the big, with the big First Nations guy yeah, with the headdress no on. matter where you go. And you're like, how many, yeah, well, well, let's see what happens there. So you know what? Nobody is, nobody is immune. Nope. To it. That's right. You're all on notice. <laughs> uh, look, we got something that we're going to get to here that we get to every year on the first, uh, the first Monday of 2023. But before we do. Couple clips I wanted to drop for you here. Would you like to drop into a city council meeting in Fort Lauderdale, where a uh, a dominatrix would like to speak to would like to speak to city council? Yeah, I would actually. Yeah, everybody should be heard. Yeah, it's democracy. Um, is Ms. Crave here? Did you you sign up to speak? Would you care to speak? Come on up. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, council peoples. You may call me mistress. I am here standing neutral to the motion approving an agreement for the proprietary purchase of yard waste processing and disposal. I do, however, find it interesting that you will spend almost $1 million to hide your secrets down the drain. Hiding that condom I know you used to cheat on your spouse with. So, I propose that you use a quarter of that mill to support doms and subs in Broward County to build a dungeon. 
created for us by us, the taxpayers and voting citizens. In closing, do not let this glamorous look distract you from doing your duty to take my demand. I look forward to spanking each and every single one of you at the new esteemed dungeon. You are dismissed. Okay, thank you. And happy holidays to you. Anyone else wish to speak? There being none. uh, City manager, are there any districts that have a dungeon? Not that I know of. Okay, I just wanted to check. Thank you. I thought there was one at the Sapphire. No, (laughs) no, please. I I know there were a couple of proposed clubs of a variety of natures from a couple of years ago. I thought they were mostly in District 2, though. Mostly. We have a lot of things going on in District 2, um, but I don't think we have any dungeons. District 2 is where you want to be, folks, (laughs) in Broward County. (laughs) Of course. Of course. There's always somebody who's going to speak out at the... They don't we have it? Nope, 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 we don't. We don't have one of those. I'm pretty sure we do over at the <laughs> Sapphire. Yeah, that guy's probably been spanked a couple times. Yeah. I'm positive. And it is for everybody, whatever your That's deal it, is. Man. This is this is city money. This is taxpayer money. And why shouldn't she get up and say, Yeah, enough of your uh your city waste disposal. <laughs> Disposing of your condoms. What? I like her. I think she's uh, she's speaking for a certain a certain segment of the community, she, a larger segment than you'd really think. Oh Matt. yeah, and that's that's why I left that last part in the edit. Was do do we have one somewhere? Is there something? No. All right, all right. Wait, wait, Miss Crave. Yeah, come on. Where is your closest card, uh, please? <laughs> Miss Crave. Yeah, Mistress Crave. Yeah. Sorry, Mistress Crave. Oof, that's another pattern. No, I know. She's not going to be happy, man. It reminded me of, uh, and I, I, this ended up being a troll job, but it was about the best troll job you've ever seen in your life. A couple guys showing up to LA City Council. They were looking to uh, to outlaw um, house parties in the hills of Los Angeles. It's so too noisy, should. right? Yeah. yeah. People, echo, echo, echo. Uh, but a couple of guys showed up to defend house parties and their virtue in the Los Angeles area and why they shouldn't just be dismissed completely. This is from a couple of years ago, but that's exactly what this mistress one reminded me of. We'll play the second one here. Identify yourself. What up, council? My name is Chad Kroger. Um, I'm an activist and house party enthusiast. Over the past week, I've been in a state of deep despair upon hearing the news that L.A. is trying to outlaw house parties in the Hollywood Hills. I am here determined to stop this future atrocity. (laughs) House parties were the bedrock of my development as a young man in San Clemente. My first introduction to manhood came when the captain of my water polo team, Boomer Kingsley, asked me to shotgun a tall can of Bud Light in front of the whole squad at his end of the season bash. His parents were in Tahoe at the time, so we tore that weekend up. It was epic, (laughs) and I was super stoked. My newfound confidence gave me the courage to ask out the most popular girl in school, Lauren Stockholder, to prom that year. She rejected me, and I had to go with Stacey McMillan, but I didn't care because I was so amped on chugging with my boys. That's what house parties do. Raging at house parties is the truest way to party. Thank you. Next speaker, please come and identify yourself. 
What up, council? My name is JT Parr. I am also here to defend parties in the Hollywood Hills. I grew up like most kids, worried I couldn't bench two plates, that I wouldn't fit in, that I wouldn't find love. Then I discovered partying, and suddenly all those worries went to the wayside. I didn't need love. I had keg stands. <laughs> I discovered I was great at raging, and it revealed wonderful things about myself. I could relate to bros, regardless of what kind of bro they were. I could be at a party and moon people, and everyone would laugh. You know, be witty. Or I could play beer pong and compete with real integrity. In short, I fulfilled my potential. If you outlaw house parties, you may keep the volume down, but an externality is that you may keep people from bonding. America needs bonding. People need to put aside their differences and find common joy. There's no more effective environment for that than a freaking rager. This is the best exemplified in me and Chad's relationship. We were star-crossed. He a surfer, me a bodyboarder. Thank you. Thank you. And I want to welcome you to L.A. Council's Bill and Ted's excellent uh, adventure. <laughs> so that one turned out to be a troll job. These guys showed up and whatever. But. I love I love I love how he outs a couple of girls. I really wanted to go with her, but she turned me down. So I went with her instead, and it was all right. Ragers, man. That's where bonding happens. Is that a rager? I can moon somebody and be witty. It's witty. <laughs> Trust me, as a guy who's chucked many a moon in my life, it is witty. Yeah. It's uh Democracy at its finest, man. People Come on, love. I want I want to be heard. Right. <laughs> so those same two guys, I didn't save it because their re- encore performances weren't as good. But they showed up in Delaware a year later who was having a uh, a similar vote on house parties and <laughs> played it up as, I'd never even heard of Delaware. Welcome as our 51st state. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and kudos to the old coot. Yeah. Who at least came up Let with the- Let play it out. And came up with the, and welcome to Bill and Ted's, whatever this is. You ever see any of the uh, the Bill and Ted- uh... Oh, the first one was awesome. Yeah. Second that one, a, nah. nah. Pass, yeah. Uh, look, um, this leads us into, or will lead us into, one of our most popular, at least here in the studio, <laughs> yeah. segments of, uh, of each year. We're going to talk in a second about the most searched terms- Biggest trends on Pornhub in 2022. Before we do, we got another beer though, man. Also provided by you. What'd you bring us? Uh, we're going to segue from a gingerbread stout into just a stout. Okay. So this is called uh, the Red Hook Stout. Ooh. It's from um, Fixed Gear at a Guelph. You may recall I was down there and I, I, do I picked up a bunch of beers while I was down there. They did not have any of their stout. This very fortuitous, appeared under the tree this year. Okay. So um, I missed out on it. So uh, we're both going to try this. Sort of it's, it's supposed to have. I'll let you uh, crack it open first. All right. Because you are um, drinking it out of the can, and I'm, of course, going to pour mine into a pine glass. We're still on this, right? <laughs> Eight years later. Um, it's yes. a fucking rager. Yeah. It's a banger of a pint. <laughs> um, little chocolate, little coffee, mm-hmm. just kind of. Ha- Lots a, of coffee to a, it. A, a full mouth feel. I'm, I'm seeing that all over the place now in terms of yeah. 
Like, what is that? What does that really I mean? I think it's going to come up here on the porn up. Th- yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> really, is it, Matt? <laughs> it's kind, it's of, full, a, it's kind it, of foamy. It's a cheek full, really, is what it is. It's not a full mouth feel, I think. You braggart. Oh, yeah. I didn't say me. <laughs> I think if you're making it on that website, it's a full mouth. I think oh, it's kind of the way that I'm with guests here. No. Yeah, no. All right. So. Uh, this is uh, it's pretty nice. Like you said, it does have some chocolate to it, but to me, the the it's the it's the coffee that's coming through stronger, but quite enjoyable. Well, that's what we aim for. Yeah, they were the two. There was two. No, uh, oh, I think I'm. Oh, you spilly talker. Yeah, I think I'm okay right at the moment. <laughs> that 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 cushion over there has been uh, abused. Has been helping me out. Well, helping me out. I don't know. I don't know what. <laughs> What happens when I'm not here? Yeah. Um, but yeah, brothers and fixed gear were the two. And so, um, yeah, this to me is, uh, you're liking it. You're getting the, uh. The coffee more than anything else. Not, not for you. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Uh, it coffee and, and it bear with me. I know you are not a coffee drinker. It's true, but I do enjoy a nice coffee stout. For any of you out there, when you crack open a brand new bag of sort of unground beans, mm-hmm. it's got that kind of coffee scent that may have a bit of, it's almost a little skunky almost. Hmm. I'm getting that from this. Okay. But coffee in its bean form is what I'm really saying. Yeah. Because you are not a coffee drinker. That's right. Everybody who smells coffee and goes, fuck, that smells awesome. Yep. And then you drink it. I am it, one of those. And you're like, that doesn't taste as good as it smells. Right. I think all coffee people would even agree with that. Okay. Um, it's it's different, but this to me tastes a bit like what you smell when you smell unground coffee. Hmm. That's right. where I'm going with this. Yep. But in a good way. It's very like, nice. Very um, good. Like, a, like, a, like a bit of dog shit, but in a good way. <laughs> So you did this in – and you got me in trouble multiple times with your description of these beers. I'm getting Instagram messages from people who, from people I thought were friends of the show or were friends of the show that have took a bit of a beating during a – Yeah. You took a beating or I took a beating? The show took a beating. Oh, Mainly their breweries took a beating and they weren't necessarily thrilled. Uh, so. Wow. Well, okay. But friend of the show, we, we love that guy. Well, there was a few. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we're st- I'm still drinking the beer. Yeah, we're still we're still, but you can't you can't bring light beers. No, what's that? You it, on two different occasions. You know what? Let's not do this. Again. Okay, all right. Anyways, that's an off-air conversation. Yep. Yeah. Fixed gear. I've I've I'm enjoying this. This is a very nice. I state. really am. It's, 100%. It, it does have a nice full mouth feel. Agreed. Uh, speaking of full mouth feel. Yep. Uh, that brings us into something we do almost every year. I think we had, I, I don't know if we did it last year, but uh, most years that we've had this podcast, we have looked around at some of the most searched terms on Pornhub and they make it nice and easy. They put out a press release every year talking about the things that uh, we all have been searching for. You can pretend it's not you, but we know it's you uh, have been searching for throughout the year on the uh, Pornhub network. So we have two different sections here. One was kind of Pornhub's state of the union address, you know, what's happened overall. And then there was a couple of things more specific to Canada. We'll get to that in just a minute. 
Uh, one of the things that I think maybe was most noteworthy to me, and, and we'll each kind of lay down a couple of these, uh, Ebony and Latina has passed Asian in terms of number of searches over the year 2022. And I I think it was a fairly well-held belief or uh, staple, whatever you would want to call it, of the porn world that Asian was, you know, not the... Uh, Asian was kind of one of those brass rings you reached for, right? Asian was one of the most searched things ever. <laughs> it's been passed now by both Ebony and Latina. Yeah. That didn't stand out to you as much? No, okay. because to me, when you look at the, the still the top search term by males is Japanese. Yeah. So. So it, there is an Asian yeah, persuasion that is still hanging around increases, up at the top. Which I think, I think is, is the two things that we have to sort of top searches and biggest, lo- increase. and biggest increases. Yeah. Because when you look at, to me, the biggest increase, it's the transgender, or they had it under gender as the second largest increase. So I have this as well in my notes here, the next one down, was that trans was the biggest riser, right? Had increased the most in terms of its searches over the last couple of years. And given the attention that's been put on it, the changing attitudes towards it, the fact that it increased this much in terms of how often it was being searched on Pornhub, that didn't shock me. What did shock me was that it was number one in Brazil. Nothing was searched more on Pornhub in Brazil this year than the term trans. Okay. And as somebody who's been to Brazil. I was going to ask you, as someone who's been to Brazil, and as bu- someone who's pulled a prank or two and in a bought med- trans porn right. in Brazil. Right. This did not shock you. Not at all. Okay. Not at all. It is, it is to me, they are, it's, well, they are the. It's number one? Yeah, no, that seems odd. <laughs> Nobody searched more for anything else yeah. than I, trans. I see. And having been there a couple of times, as I said, big ass to me is. Sure. They, uh, they love to shake it. Anybody seen yeah. any kind of Rio Carnival kind of. Right. The national dance is the samba, which really is shake that booty twerking. Yeah, if I can do it, you know, you can just sort of get it going. Big Check ass. our Instagram story later. We'll see if we're up. Yes, <laughs> big ass to me is uh, is screaming out. But yeah, the, honestly, the the, the fact that it was number one, uh, it was it didn't surprise me to see it rise worldwide. It surprised me that it yeah. was number one. Well, and... it, it it very much surprising that it would be number one in any country. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the fact that in your your Gen Z, Gen Y categories where you're looking for- What are for, we going to call the next one too, by the way? Like we're out of- Yeah, you're, I don't know. It doesn't matter. No, okay. It's oblivion and the world's going to end. Okay. <laughs> um, Watching some, t- is, some is, twerking. Yeah, it's, it, the whole thing's gone, gone haywire. Yeah, yeah. Is, it does. Is the searching for- FTM, androgyny, non-binary, yeah. like in that age group, which is sort of that 18 through 34, I think encompasses both that Y and Z. Yes. That's both of them. And it's certainly, and, and then they coupled it in with threesomes. It's yep. it's really just like, they're giving Whatever, her. come on they're in. They're giving her, and that's yeah. exactly, the water's nice, join yeah, in, exactly. right? Exactly, very welcoming. And, and so it certainly seems like the younger it gets, that all the people, like, they didn't even break down, you're in my age group, Right. Not worth. They're just like irrelevant. Missionary position. 
socks are still on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is one also that stuck out to me only in one of the co-searches, whatever you'd want to call it, something to search. Look, I'm not sure I totally understand this, but feet has always been a huge fetish thing. I don't get it. This year they added sneakers. Did you see that? No, I did not see that. When you were reading through the, look, it was a big, long thing as things often are on Pornhub. (laughs) But I'm, it was incredulous year after year how long that article is. Yeah, no, it was, uh, when I sent it to you, that's why I also sent you the other one that was just Canadian that was only like three paragraphs. (laughs) So when you read, I, I don't know, it's only four or five paragraphs down. It's like feet hangs around in the top 10. I've never totally understood that other than the fact that it seems like what in North America we fetishize are just things that are covered up, right? Like in, in African, in certain African cultures, women walk around topless, boobs are a far less big deal. They're just yeah. out all the time, right? Sure. Where, Check out a National Geographic. And right. See them and right so there. if that's, it's less taboo if they're just always out there, I guess feet are covered up more in North American society. Not, not mine. Uh, okay. No one's <laughs> lusting over years. I can you sure, assure you. Are you sure about that, Matt? I God, I hope so. Um, <laughs> but now in this year, they said that sneakers has been added to it. And sneakers is a huge culture, right? Like people buy shoes, is. trade shoes, different. And so now it's not even that the feet are uncovered. I guess, like, I I don't know what this is, right? It's that they're in this shoe, which would seem to undo whatever the appeal was. This is one of those things I'm not sure I'm ever going to understand, but to see sneakers appear in this, you know, search of Pornhub, it seems like the opposite of what people would be looking for. Because, yeah, you look and there's, there's, there's videos of people who are like, just check out my feet. Right. Do whatever's happening. I'm doing things with my feet. It's pantyhose feet. It's what like yeah. it, feet in different. And, and, uh, doing a bunch of different things. And you're sure. like, I, I, I certainly don't get it. Right. But I think part of it is there is a, you're a dirty bird <laughs> kind of a thing to it. Right. Like, sure. oh, you go in for that. That's like, and, and also a bit of a, it sort of veers off into that slightly dom thing, right? Where I'm going to, you know, you're going to, sure. you're going to lick my feet or you're yeah. going to do whatever that is. Right. And so it's, it's, it's not, it's not a deal. I don't even, I don't get did, it. Did you happen to see the most and least watched time of the week? I did scroll? see that. I did see that. Uh, so Monday, 11 PM, most busy time. On Pornhub, which you got to assume I didn't get what I wanted out of my weekend, <laughs> right? And then Sunday, I was too tired. I had to work the next day. I don't know. Uh, Monday, 11 p.m., busiest time of the week. Do you remember? Tuesday, the, 5 a.m.? Tuesday, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Which, like, isn't surprising at all. Like, if everybody's hitting it up Monday night. Well, Wednesday I'm, at 10 a.m., we're just banging. I was just, like, if everybody's there Monday night, I'm kind of tired Tuesday morning, right? Like, I, I can't be there twice within 12 hours. Like to me, that seems pretty natural, right? You're you're probably just a little worn out. Well, those fit together nicely. When you are looking at, I don't know, approaching ten billion visitors yeah. a year, yeah. Uh, there's there's absolutely people showing up <laughs> twice in within, twelve hours. Within twelve hours, that's 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 not that's a given, right? All right. 
Um, to me, it was just funny to read those. Like, yeah, of course, that would be 12 hours later. Everybody's a little tired. I, I kind of get it. The busiest time. To, to, yeah. And, yeah, and when you busy. look at the top 20 countries comprising almost 80% of of the of the traffic to the site, yeah. That that obviously comes down to you know who has who has the most means of access. Sure, like I don't know. You look at well. Why don't we move to Canada here? Because Canada finished uh, eighth in the world in terms of most time spent on Pornhub, one spot ahead of Brazil that has six times our population. So is that just internet access or well, uh, is there only so much trans to be watched in Brazil? Yeah, I, I'm well, not sure. Well, all, they're all happening there. They're, um, they're big on this. To me, when you look at at uh, just the, the financial means in Canada versus yeah. the financial means in Brazil, sure. and when you look at... 75% of, of access is on a cellular phone. 75% here in Canada, people are accessing Pornhub on a phone, 20% on a computer and 5% on a tablet. Seems, what, what's wrong with the tablet? Like, I, yeah, enjoy your nice bigger screen. I get, I guess. Maybe Whereas just it, pop, tablet's just less popular. And it's just, the phone's super portable. You can yeah, just, exactly. Take that in the bathroom with you. <laughs> Nobody noticed. <laughs> the other thing that was that was super noticeable is, well, it, first of all, and it came up in the in the Canadian article, mm-hmm. but it, it it twigs me to this whole the gender, yeah, the difference between the genders and when we talk about gender specific stuff or gender fluid stuff or whatever you're trans and yep. you're all that, why? It does not fit under gay. Like they talk, they separate Pornhub gay yep. from Pornhub straight, but lesbian and transgender fit under Pornhub straight, but gay is strictly gay male. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think they're still trying to figure out what does all of this mean, right? If you've recently switched genders, but are still as... See, I, I, other than Part my that, other than my own, I'm not a great lover of penises, right? And so, <laughs> I I think if if the focus like in 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 transgender porn, if it's a guy with breasts, it's kind of gay. Yeah, but do you want to be the one to draw that? To, I don't know. I I think they probably just throw it all on the pile and go. You know what? You'll search for what you're into and and not make that determination well, for you. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine too. Yeah, and I'm totally good. No, with of that. course, but it's, it is. It's, it's the dividing line, and yeah. you go, and, and it's like the guy, and it was it was a comedian saying, I, I, I can't remember what he, but he was talking about. Yeah, that tranny, she's super hot. I'd I'd get with that. I'm not gay. You're like. Mm-hmm. Are you not, why do you got to say that? Right. Whatever your deal is, man, do what your deal is and you're good to go. But I think if you, uh, you want to do that, that's, that's your thing. Anyways. So to me, it's, it's. Well, so here in Canada to stay in this kind of area, lesbian is the second most searched term for straight people, men or women. Yes. For gay men, the most searched term was straight men. Straight followed by ebony and gang bang. But it says, yeah, for, not just straight, straight men. Yep. So 
Yeah, yeah. It's again, it's the same thing. But it's this crossover, right? The straight men are looking for, or gay men are looking for straight men, and gay, uh, straight men are looking for gay women. I guess. Yeah. Like it's well, or that straight guy that it's under this. He's going to take that ten inch cock, and it's his first time. You're like, for sure, he's straight. Don't you think this is very much <laughs> just this childish? we want what we can't have mentality is sort of what I'm taking out of both of those searches. Just like, I'll take the opposite of whatever I am. Like, yeah. Well, to me, it, the, as the lesbian thing, everybody uh, loves it. As a, straight guy, yeah, well, <laughs> as a straight guy, you're like, there's zero penises in right? this. <laughs> I don't have to look at somebody else's penis. Right. Uh, so I'm just I don't have to feel bad about yeah I don't mind versus that guy's whatever it is right yeah. and you're like that makes total sense mm-hmm. um, look at those cute girls they're just out having a good time frolicking. I can watch frolicking. that I'm sure. sure that's what they call that <laughs> frolicking um, yeah it's it's the it's the women searching on Pornhub is very it's also up this year women up again yeah it's very interesting in terms of that that some of the highest searched female are gay, gay men. May, male gay, yep. and bisexual. They're the opposite of that. You're just looking for more penises, I guess. Well, and right? I just want to see, yeah, two penises together. Awesome. What are people who have this thing doing to it, right? Well, what do they know that and, I don't know? And it was in that Canadian article where it said 50% or 47.9, whatever it was, yeah. of gay male porn was searched by women. Right. That's almost half. Yeah. That's, I'm, that's, I'm incredulous. It takes me back to that old Seinfeld scene where Elaine is trying to win over this gay guy. And at the end it doesn't work. And she's trying to explain it to her. She's work, like, eh? how can I, as someone who only has access to the equipment for like an hour a week, and that's a good week. Be expected to know what to do with it as well as someone who has access to it 24-7. Yeah. And he's just like, you can't. That's why they lose very few members. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and we've all seen that five-year-old kid who's got his hands down as either his pajama pants or his track pants, and he's just giving it a pull. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) Most of us have that beaten out of us by the time we're, you know. You can't do that in public. No. But- if it's not a beer or remote or your penis, something is always in a guy's hand. Right. Uh, MILF passes here in Canada hentai, which we talked about last I, year. I, hentai, I, don't I, I, don't, I don't either. But MILF, is that, does she have to be a mom or is that an age group 100% thing? 100% it's an age group Yeah, thing. I think so. It's probably like 35 to 45. Yeah, well, is I that, think it gets yeah. younger all the time yeah, now. Pro- well, like, that's disturbing, but yeah. <laughs> that, that woman's 28, but she's now a MILF. Right. Yeah. I, I'm with you. I don't think anybody's checking to make sure these people have kids. It's more about the age group, right, is is the for term. Sure, for sure. For sure. For sure. Interesting to see that you and I had this conversation, I don't know, maybe it was a couple of years ago, when JOI came up. Yes. And I legitimately had- Jerk off instruction. No idea what JOI was. And you're like, come on, man. You've never needed instructions. Uh, yeah. Well, I just told you, see the, <laughs> see the five-year-old kid in the track pants. He knows what's he, up. Honestly, you come out- Nobody you, needs- That diaper comes off and you're like, I'm, I'm giving it a pull, right? I, it's, an extra, it's an extra limb. I'm right. doing something. So it's like, yeah, th- but that has decreased in terms of- Yeah. 
of, of, of searching. People like, are, they figured it out. They don't need the instructions yeah. anymore. Okay. I get it. I, thanks. So the last thing I have here from Canada that I thought was interesting is we are more likely than the rest of the world to search the terms Indian and smoking. Smoking was super like, bizarre. I kind of get, we are a country of immigrants here. Like to me, you go Indian, you're like, all right, people just trying to, you know, check yeah, yeah. a little taste of home, whatever yeah, it might be. Yeah, for sure. There was a large. Smoking? Yeah. Why are we so much more into people smoking than. Well, that was weird to me, man. It, it was super weird, and 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 because smoking has become so gross. Yeah, is that it? Well, it's one of those debaucherous things. That, yeah, ew, she's smoking. I can't look away. And she's yeah. probably rubbing me with her feet <laughs> while she's smoking. It's totally gross. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I don't understand. It, there, there was a time, way back in the day, right, where smoking was elegant. Right. And you'd have a, 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 you know, a sign of class. Yeah. And you'd have a little cigarette holder thing, you know, sure. and it was this, but smoke is just trashy. And, I, I think that's maybe the point here. Okay. It's trashy. Okay. And, and again, more likely to search Indian, not than India. <laughs> no, more likely than most countries. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, but again, yeah, it's, it's one of those things to me where. Where, yeah, we are, we are a, for sure a multicultural country, yeah, right? I think there's a lot of people looking for. Uh, and and also interesting that they noted in the article, one of the two articles, that the, the number of times Russian was searched big time down this year. Yeah. Except in Russia. Yeah. Which. <laughs> Look at us. Kind of makes sense. <laughs> Feeling right? good, right? Well, and wait, wait. And the other thing th- that. The most searched term, I think, or the biggest increase was reality. Yes. Worldwide. And worldwide. Which seems it, to have taken the place of amateur. Yes. Like, because amateur is now a, we hired this amateur to come in and do this professional thing. For sure. Like, well, it, it seems like people are looking for, like, stolen home videotapes. And I, it, America's Funniest Home Videos. <laughs> but when it said, it showed up as number one yeah. in four countries. Do you remember what those four countries were? Turkmenistan or something like that. It was Kyrgyzstan. U- it was Ukraine. Yes. Belarus. Yeah. Kazakhstan. Kyrgyzstan. Those were the four countries. Yeah. And I'm like, it's kind of it's like so a great about your reality. Throw a little hoop around, <laughs> like a hula hoop around those yeah. four countries, and you're like, there's something going on there. We need to look into. Well, because the idea of reality, like two regular people, like maybe the people in the place next door here, Matt, having sex right now. Oh, they're 106 years old. We probably don't want to see man. those people having sex. It's true, man. I'm going to put my belly on your backside while we do a doggy. Like who needs to see that, Matt? I'm so glad I didn't talk through it. <laughs> I don't think it opens today's show, but that's a clip. That's something we save for the next time Rob's been away for a few weeks and we need a new welcome back. Okay. <laughs> but it's just one of those things. You're right. Like, no, but reality, uh, like amateur became this thing, right? Which used to be, I guess, whatever reality was, but amateur became so big that it amateur. now needed a new term or a new, and so people started searching this reality. And that, that apparently is more this, yeah, home video Whatever. Which... I'm going to go home and search Tranny Surprise, which was one of the top ones. And you're like, yeah. Search through his nightstand. <laughs> are you are you really sure it's a surprise? Yeah. You're like, oh my God. Yeah. That woman's got a 10 inch cock. God love her. Yes. 
really good for you, honey. Yeah, so, like <laughs> you do you in two thousand twenty-three. And, 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 so, and, and so you're going with amateur. I don't know why. I I've been. I, I'm not much like trans. I'm not married to anything. <laughs> I go back and forth. Gender fluid, Matt. Yeah. That makes you very twenty twenty-three. Amateur, amateur. You're not hockey you're not, jersey, hockey sweater. Yeah, I know. I, sweater is correct. I always say jersey. I say jersey. Yeah, we're both wrong. Yeah, it's it, is it is it made of wool, right? And have have Maurice Richard's number on it. I wonder how often hockey sweater is searched, or just wool is probably searched yeah. lots. Wool, lots. <laughs> yeah. Hairy women. Hey, before well, we exit out of this, yeah. Sex terms, mm. sexual positions searched. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We doggy and all these. Helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> cowgirl and whatever else, right? These most search terms. Yeah. Amazon. Yeah. This is this year's JOI where Rob goes. No idea what this means. I got no idea what Amazon is. Like, it's, it's obviously this big woman. That's yeah. a huge bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Do you I, know Matt? No, I don't. Oh, okay. I saw it as well. All right. But, but you didn't want to put your ignorance I, right out in front. I didn't, well, I didn't click through to see. No, I didn't. Hey, what is that all about? Well, no, and I haven't searched it either, but I may now have yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. you in, don't know. In 2023, now, it's got to be, there's your resolution. Find out what okay. Amazon is all, all right, about. All right. All right. Do I, it. I, not gonna, at work. She's going to throw me over my shoulder, over her shoulder, I think, and. Carry you off into the woods. All right. Well, we're going to find out. Yeah. That's something for you good folks to search, not at work. And, uh, and send us, hey, you know what? Save Rob well, a little work. <laughs> Shoot us back something. We haven't slandered your beer, so please send us something. Right. You know, kind. Uh, why don't we move on? I think the last thing I wanted to cover here briefly, and, and we'll see where this goes, but uh, Vince McMahon would like to return to WWE. So would I. And uh, he's pretty much made it clear, I'm going to return <laughs> to WWE. Um those of you who maybe don't follow the wrestling industry all wrestling. that closely may recall that back in uh, last summer, um, the board of WWE, a publicly traded company, was presented with a couple of different incidents and cases where he had paid off some employees out of his own wallet, apparently, not with company money, uh, people he had slept with and then told to uh, go away. Beat and, it! Uh, yeah, that was not a good look for nope. the board and uh, for the company. And there was, uh, some FCC investigations that were going on and he decided perhaps rightly so, you know what? At 77, I'm just going to retire. <laughs> so he steps aside and late in 2022, we start to hear rumblings that he believes he's just gotten bad advice. He should come back. And, uh, the board tells him, no, uh, you should not come back, um, the main reasons that the FCC investigations went away, that the FEC, whatever the, uh, the federal government stock investigative body was, uh, they also suggested it wouldn't be a great idea for him to come back, but he does still own the majority of yep. the controlling shares of the company. And so he kind of holds firm, goes, no, I'm coming back. And then unless you let me come back onto the board, I will not approve any deal for new rights, which will come up for negotiation again this year. Currently they have a deal. Monday night raw is on the USA network. Uh, Friday night Smackdown is on Fox, uh, on their main network. 
and uh, their WWE network is on Peacock, which is owned by NBC. All of those things will be up for negotiation. He says, I won't approve any of that unless I'm involved with the negotiations, which he has the power to do. And any attempt to sell the company will not go through without me being back on the board. This one is an important one for him because if he's part of the company at the time that it is sold, he's part of the company at the time that it is sold. If he is on the outside looking in at the time that it's sold, whoever the new owner is does not give a shit about Vince McMahon and that would be the end of his career. So, uh, yeah, he comes out the first week of January and says, I'm back. And removes a couple people from the board that had been very much against him returning, brings a couple people with him back onto the board that had defended him, and uh, two more people resign from the WWE board going, this is going to be a bad scene, I don't really want to be here. Um, I don't know how much there is on this, but this is one of those, you know, it's a big company. It's a multimedia company across a pile of different um, outlets, right? Online and over-the-top streaming and and TV deals. And this is a guy who owns the controlling rights to all of it. Even when he stepped aside, he never lost control of the company. They say he's not going to be back involved with the day-to-day running. They're going to leave the co-CEOs of Nick Khan and Stephanie McMahon in charge. You can decide for yourself whether but or not he is still around you believe. And- sure, molest at will, uh, and Triple H would be left in charge of the uh, the creative side of the company. This is man a bad sign for a company that always the fear was before he left. What would happen to WWE without him? Right? Would it go off a cliff? Would it tank the stock? value, all that sort of stuff. And he left and everything was fine and arguably better on television. And do you think that's what's rattled him as much as it? Like, oh shit. Yeah, of course. I, I'm not important. Since back in the day when it was him and Jesse, the body doing the play by play on. Sure. For Andre versus Hulk. Yeah. And and, it just, it's, and it's, it's, I don't know how Vince had time to do this, you know, with all the rest of the MAGA Republicans. (laughs) Throwing a, you know, a stick well, into the spokes he's been of- successful where they haven't. Yeah. He's, he's decided I'm coming back and he's back. Yep. His buddies haven't been quite so successful. Yeah. No, no. And so it's gross. It's gross. Um, I, I don't know what more to say than that. I, I am not the wrestling guy. No. And you'd think that he, somebody had strong armed him into making the right decision. To step away and, and, and clearly the product speaks for itself. There is a, a large demand for it. Vince, yeah. Vince would do well to sell and, and do make whatever money he can, but be separate from it and be gone. It seems like he thinks the opposite. Like I have to sell, but still be part of it. If I'm outside when it's sold, I'm forever outside. But like this appears to be very much the new world that we live in, in terms of sports organizations or entertainment companies being part of a larger corporate entity. And, you know, if they are sold to, let's say NBC universal and all of WWE ends up just on their Peacock streaming service or Disney buys it as part of Disney plus or whatever it might be, 
he right now has the right to approve or not approve those sales. And he can now sell to someone who says to him, yeah, we promise to keep you around. Where if he's on the sideline and not involved in negotiating that sale, he doesn't have that ability, right? It's, it's, it's really a weird, like it's a massive, this is going to be a $6 billion sale if it sells, right? It's a huge company. Well, and to me, you look at just this past Saturday night in Ottawa was WWE night. Ottawa Senators WWE night. Yeah. First 5,000 people through get a Ottawa Senators WWE fanny, fanny pack. pack. What the fuck, man? Is this? Oh, that's a, that's a thing. The fanny pack is coming back. I, I, no, 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 no. Well, maybe. I have no idea. You you know as well as I do. I don't know what the kids are doing right now. <laughs> but in the 90s, all your wrestlers traveling from city to city all wore fanny packs could easily throw your, you know, you crumple up your little tights and your passport or whatever else you needed all in this one thing. And they wore the Zuba, Zubaz track pants and the, the fanny packs. And that's been a long held okay. kind of joke in the wrestling industry all is right. the fanny pack. So I'm sure that's where that okay. came from. But all I'm saying is this has to have come along either non-Vince or, yeah. but you have this. It's promoting Raws here at the end of February. Right. And, yeah. But it, it's just this idea that the more of these sort of cross-pollinations mm-hmm. you can get, it's 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 not going anywhere, right? No. The fad that I thought in the 80s, <laughs> right, with your- It goes up and down, but it never goes away. It never goes away. Yeah. And so Vince, from his, you know, starting it up from buying s- small circuits and, and whatever else, yep. and you're talking about a $6 billion sale? Yeah. He's not sitting on the sideline for that. No, but to me, I think the idea at 76, 78, whatever he is, yeah. you're like, what is your future? Are you coming back to, to wrestle again? Like, can we put <laughs> that- stunned once more. Can, can, we, can we totally, you know, rule that out? No. Probably not. Like, how, about an, is, how about an ex-president? Can we- Like, it, this is part of the thing for them is he has to say to stop the, when he left the first time, the stock price sunk, but only a little- and when he announced he was going to come back, the stock price sunk a lot. And then when it said, like when it actually happened, it went up like 24% because everyone believed, okay, if he's actually coming back, this is about to be sold and it's yeah, valuable stock, course. right? That, But he's had to say all the way, hey, 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 I'm not taking over the business again. I'm not going to be booking again, right? Like writing each show, again, like all that. But once he's back in... You're back in. You're back in. And he's going to slowly move back into all of that, yeah, right? Yeah. And and so as a Guys public- like that do not know how to step away. He's said a hundred times long before everything happened last summer, I will die in the booking chair, right? Like this is what I, this is all I've ever done. So I, I don't know, man. I, I wonder what the company's value is with him and, and what it might be without him, right? What, because- What is the trashier thing we've talked about on the show? Is it Pornhub? Uh, Pornhub's proud of what they are. Or is it? Or is it? Or is it Vince? It's Vince. Pornhub makes no bones about who they are. They well, for sure. They. This is what we do, and Vince. And this is what you love. Yeah, and Vince has, for a very long time, tried to make, like he doesn't allow his guys to call to call it wrestling, even on the wrestling show. It's sports entertainment. They're not wrestlers. They're superstars. He's. He's got a thing up his ass about, we want to be part of the more general entertainment industry, 
Whereas everybody who's always looked at that company has rightly gone, this is fucking wrestling. It's maybe a little less carny than it used to be. And that was the main reason for them to go public back in the late nineties was to have that credibility of being a publicly traded company. But it's entirely possible if he doesn't like what's the offers are right now for sale, they go private again. And then he doesn't have to care what stockholders think, right? What the public thinks is fuck it. It's my company again. And I don't know. To me, it's an interesting story, man. This is a very big, I know not everybody's a well, wrestling okay, fan, but, but this is a big. It does go well beyond the wrestling right. show on, on Mondays and right. whatever. This is, this is a $6 billion company. Yep. So we'll see what he wants to do here. All of a sudden he's put himself back in position to go, if I don't like the deal, I'm not making it. You're not making this deal without me, no matter how rich it would make me. They're not buying this company without me attached to it. And You're fired! That's about it, man. That's that's where it all shakes loose. I think that's it for this one. That's all I got. Uh, We are back at it for another year. Of talking audio. We're glad you're back with us, even if you're... uh, And and Rob phrased this properly at the beginning of the show. Even if you complain that there wasn't enough of us through the holiday season, it just means you want more of us, and we appreciate that. Certainly we do. We'll wind this one down here for Rob. My name is Matt. We're on social media, at Talkin Audio. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast wherever you're hearing us right now. We gone. See ya. What the hell is that? Number one bullshit. Oh, number one bullshit. Why are you so pissy?